This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk. Back again with you guys for another episode of what is the Arsenal News Show. Joining you nearly every morning at 8am UK time, but today of course and for the last time, 2pm UK time, 8am Chicago time is indeed the last morning that I'll be spending here over in the US, at least for the time being, because it has been an absolute joy and I will be certainly making it a... A mission of mine to return uh, again, uh, maybe next year, maybe years to go by. We'll wait and see. We'll see what happens. But I am, without a doubt, making sure that it is certainly not the last time that I see some of the amazing people uh, that I've seen met for the first time and enjoyed the company of over the course of this uh, break. And uh, it's the first time, of course, that I've been able to travel away on my own. And uh, that has been a challenge uh, and uh, it's certainly been something that I want to not necessarily do uh, again, mainly because uh, I think it'd be great to share this experience, obviously the person you're closest with, but uh, it's been an amazing experience and one that I certainly want to repeat uh, regarding this city and uh, all the people involved in it as well. But uh, there will be no uh, show tomorrow morning, of course, uh, because uh, I will be in transit. There may be a show uh, tomorrow afternoon, UK time, because I'll be back and are expected to be back uh, around the morning of tomorrow. So I've got an overnight flight tonight. So I've got one more day here. Uh, I am certainly intending on getting one last good meal in before I fly. Uh, Got to make the most of this city. And uh, then the 8 a.m. shows will return from Wednesday. Uh, so that will happen. And then I'm actually traveling up on Wednesday to Manchester to the Etihad uh, for the game against Man City on Wednesday, fingers crossed, as well. So lots going on, lots of great stuff. Um, I'm going to talk a little bit more uh, selfishly later, but I know that a lot of you are tuned in and want me to crack on. So good morning to those joining us in the chat box. Stevie, good morning to you, to Camera Up. Good morning to old Dave, to Johnny. Uh, good morning to Emmanuel, to Rod. Good morning, George. Uh, Matt. 
Matt, uh, pleasure to meet you as always, Matt. It was fantastic to do so. Uh, Amira, good morning to you. To Gunner Dude, uh, Kasakie, uh, good morning to Red Star and good morning to Jinjaguna. Again, absolute pleasure to meet you and yours as well. Uh, Agmel, uh, insert the time of day for Chicago, indeed, uh, for the last time. And Tom, thank you so much for the kind donation. Says you need to be in the US more often because I can join live more often. How was the Cubs game yesterday? Baseball was better in person. Without a doubt, it's better in person. It was really interesting. I went to the Cubs game yesterday. Even though they didn't win, the experience was great. The post-match experience, I tell you, is something rather crazy. Um, it's even though the Cubs lost the, that specific game, I'm still really trying to learn the whole rules and aspects of it all with it being a series rather than just one-off games. Um, the atmosphere after the game in inside the, the Cubby Bears, which is where we went afterwards, was amazing for a team that's lost. Like You'd never see that. <laughs> over in England you just wouldn't see it um it's uh it was a great experience so yes thank you Tom I appreciate asking and yes I'm sure I'll be back at some stage in the future let's crack on with today's stories because yesterday was an amazing result I cannot put into words how gutted I was when it went to one and when it went to two and you're thinking oh, all this build up you know and this uh fighting spirit and the kind of the never-say-die attitude that I knew we were going into this game with, despite all the odds being against us in Wolfsburg, losing the players that we've lost. And when we went 2-0, I was like, yeah, that sucks. That really sucks. Um, And then to gradually see us fight our way back into this game and show the attitudes and the grit, the metal that we did, I think we can all agree that the girls did an amazing, amazing job. BT in particular, who was so good and deserving of that man, uh, woman of the match awards. Uh, so I used to say man of the match award. Um, but the woman of the match award was rightly deserved. And uh, it's going to be a, a brilliant, brilliant game at the Emirates with, you know, 45 plus thousand um, people have already bought tickets. If you've not got a ticket, go down there. I'm praying that I'm able to get down there for the game myself and we'll be able to get in and work the game. Uh, if not, it's it, it, it sucks but uh, if you can and you are able to go to the emirates support the ladies because that is going to be a hell of an achievement if arsenal can reach a champions league final yes the wsl is probably out of our hands now after that man united result but if we can get to a final that would be uh amazing it would be it would ultimately be really gutting because we would not have our best players available for what would be one of the biggest games in arsenal women's history but uh yeah get yourself there and as chris says it's only 12 pounds to get to the ucl semi-final so uh it's certainly not a big strain on your pocket if you can indeed go now yesterday's uh premier league results of course came in and as the women's game was ongoing and as we did our show yesterday morning we gradually received some rather amusing news throughout the morning. Uh, it was one, then it was two, then it was three, and then it was four, and then it was five uh, before the 22nd minute of the game. Um, Newcastle ending up 6-1 winners against Tottenham to compound their woes, to make it seem that their interim manager could even get sacked, so that the interim interim manager could then be put in place, likely Ryan Mason. We'll see what happens in the next few days. And then after that, of course... Um, West Ham with a huge, huge win against Bournemouth, 4-0. Maybe that 2-2 draw is not so bad. I'm not going to try and claim that's the case because it's not. But, of course, West Ham do have to play Man City. If they can continue to pick up this vein of form, who knows? Maybe they can do us a big, big favour. Declan Rice scoring again. 
Um, he's in a really good vein of form as well. Will only be not will only be going against Arsenal's hopes of getting him slightly cheaper in the summer, of course. But I think it going to show what he scored. The goal he scored against Ghent, in particular, of course, in midweek was a indication of the technical ability that he possesses, and I think maybe surprised a few people as well. Now, uh, into the single piece of transfer news to discuss, uh, there is discussions surrounding Wilfred Zaha and, of course, his time coming to an end at Crystal Palace. The South London side have reportedly offered the winger a £200,000 per week contract to keep him at the club, but Arsenal and PSG are credited with having an interest in potentially trying to sign Zaha on a free in the summer. Would be a very interesting, would obviously fulfill that dream that Zaha has had for a long, long time. I don't know whether or not I'm really in favour of it. Maybe if it happened, I'd start trying to get myself into a mindset where I'm looking at that decision as the right way forwards. However, I still feel as though he's not necessarily the right-sided player that we need, nor is he the financial investment, despite it being a free transfer. It's not free because, of course, the... Uh, uh, the, the the wages, the signing on fees involved in these deals make it very expensive. Um, but I think we need to look at more of a right-sided player. But I know a lot of people are big, big fans of Zaha. would like to see him at Arsenal. And uh, and that would be absolutely fantastic to do so. Now, moving on to more specific Arsenal team news. news and uh, unfortunately, Saliba is seemingly very, very, very unlikely to be available for Man City this Wednesday. In fact, I think the club have pretty much conceded to that fact not happening. David Ornstein reporting, though, that apparently Saliba could even be out for the rest of this season. Um, it did seem to be that they would try and push him, see if he could get fit for that City game. It doesn't seem that's going to be the case. And because of that, um, they may not choose to risk this injury. They may choose to just allow it to heal fully, not risk him whatsoever and allow him to go into the brand new season fully fit and ready to play. And that, of course, means that we're going to have to talk about who comes in for him I put a tweet out this morning telling you what my team would be. I've caveated that with, of course, around the Xhaka availability. So I said if Xhaka is still unavailable, which, to be honest, I don't see any reason why he shouldn't be if he was only ill. But it depends, of course, how serious that illness is. When we talk about players being ill and missing games, they tend to just miss the one, even if it's a midweek game. So you'd hope that Xhaka would be available. If Xhaka isn't available for this game, however, my team would be as follows. Ramsdale. White, Holding, Gabriel, Zinchenko, Jorginho, Partey, Odegaard, Saka, Jesus, Martinelli. I've put the new. I've put my opinions out there on the holding situation. I don't buy into the we need to move him out. I don't buy into the playing Partey at right back, move White to centre back. I don't buy into this at all. Um, it's my opinion. I'm sure we can talk about it in part two a little bit more if you guys are <laughs> not as keen as me. And I can't say I'm particularly keen about it. I just think it's the right choice. Um, that's what I would go for, and I think that's the right way forwards. And I just think the, I just think the, the gymnastics that go into trying to find a way around not playing holding, are far too chaotic to consider um, doing anything other than playing the natural player in that position. And those that want to see Trossard, I don't see who you remove from the team to play Trossard. Uh, I just don't see how he gets in the team. He'll have, a, he'll have a, uh, a role to play later on in the game. But in this one, in this specific fixture, I don't see who you drop to bring Trossard in because that front three has to, has to play. Jesus has scored four in his last four games. Saka is back on four. Martinelli is our top scorer. I don't see who you drop. 
But we'll probably do a preview show tomorrow. And uh, some semi-sad piece of news, of course. It's never nice to see some players leave. And for those that have been long-time listeners of the channel know that we have our affection towards Ainsley Maitland-Niles, a.k.a. Mainsley. Um, and it seems as though his time at Arsenal is coming to an end. Arsenal do have an option to extend his contract by a further year. Hence why you saw that happen with... Um, well, we've seen it happen, of course, with Saliba's extension, but that's in a slightly different scenario. We saw it with Mohamed Elneny recently as well. Um, but Arsenal are said to not be taking up the option to extend Ainsley Maitland-Niles' contract. He will leave on a free in the summer. Some people might suggest that we should have activated the extension then tried to sell him, but I don't necessarily see who or how we're going to be able to do that. I think it's going to create and draw on resources trying to sell Mainsley instead of just allowing him to leave on that free when his contract expires. Um, if he goes to another Premier League club, I think there are actually, ironically, some laws in place in football where you get compensation. So we'll see what happens. Um, but uh, I don't think Mainsley is the way forward for Arsenal. I think we've known for some time that his future at the club is... Is certainly coming to an end, and that indeed will seem to be happening this summer. So there you go. Mm -hmm. Now, I do want to, before I go to part two, uh, again, just to talk briefly about a couple of things. It is the last day I've got in Chicago. I've met some absolutely brilliantly, brilliantly, brilliant, amazing people, a massive people that I already know, of course, Elliot, Mike, um, Steph, of course, Mike's other half, Paul, Chicago John, uh, who previously, of course, you know, is Miami John, uh, and Sophie, of course, too, um, that have been amazing uh, people and friends and people that I've certainly extended, strengthened bonds with and will go on to in the future. But uh, the people of Chicago, Dilly, Jim, who you can see in this photo, taking the mick out of the fact that we British, when we have a cocktail, like to stick our little pinky up in the air. Um, and, uh, and of course, everybody else uh, involved with the Chicago Gooners, be that Ellie, be that Scott, be that so many others, um, too many to name. And if I start going through loads of names, people will get frustrated that I've forgotten them. <laughs> I don't want to get into that position. But uh, yeah, it's been such an amazing journey, such an amazing trip. And um, it was great to see so many of the members as well, people that I've podcasted with, like Jared. Um, and yeah, uh, what more can I keep on saying? But it's uh, it's been brilliant. And people have been so generous. Uh, as I said yesterday, Matt with the Cincinnati Gooners cap, um, Craig with uh, the Fort Lauderdale wristband as well. Uh, and this morning I received a package um, from Morgie, who's one of our listeners, um, who sent, as you can see, as I'm wearing, uh, if you remember, I mentioned on a show a little while ago that it was a plan of mine to try and get the shirts of the club from when the era of when I was born in 94. And Morgie very, very, very generously sent me this and uh, also sent a very kind uh, note as well, which I really, really appreciate too. So, Morgie, thank you ever so much. That is such a generous thing to send my way, and it means a hell of a lot and makes it all that more special, I think, as well. Um, so, a massive thank you. Um, Craig says, TC, show everyone the Malor video. 2 um, <laughs> 1 Arsenal on Wednesday. You heard it here first. Hell of a time this weekend. If you want to see the Malor video, you just need to go over to my Twitter. Uh, it's been tweeted or retweeted. I know Mike tweeted it, um, but I'm pretty sure I retweeted it. So you can see that there if you need to. Um, but yeah, it's it's been fantastic. And thanks to everybody that's shown the kind support. And, you know, without all of you guys listening, this would not be possible. I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be meeting the people I'm meeting. I wouldn't be doing the podcast I'm doing. So thank you, as always, to everybody that makes this possible, makes this stuff happen, because it is, without a doubt, an amazing amazing experience and it has been so to meet so many of you 
Um, right, let's go to part two and your questions right after this. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. And the same goes at McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with Mook Delivery. Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Of course, you can also get hold of our TGT merch, including now in the short in the store, uh, the TGT USA cap. Uh, all of those are available there. We do global shipping, so those that are based in the US and abroad, you should be able to get your hands on these. Whether you're in Australia, whether you're in America, uh, in Europe, and you want to buy one, of course, just in the UK, you can get them with the proceeds, the profits of this going to help a local embroidery company here in North London north of London and uh, a cancer Macmillan support as well as the Arsenal Foundation and we'll be donating this month's Arsenal Foundation um, uh, the amount we raise for the Arsenal Foundation will be going into Elliot and Arsenal Vision and Ars Blogs um, fundraiser and of course I'll be matching whatever we raise for the foundation up to £500 as well so Make sure you get hold of them, and you're uh, you're basically double. You're you're uh, not only investing in a great piece of headwear, but you're also um, doubling your contribution towards the Arsenal Foundation uh, this month as well. Okay, uh, let's go into the chat box then and tackle some of these questions. Chris says, "Which Malor video?" There were a couple. Yes, there was. Uh, there was one when I got here. There was one. Um, on the dance floor of the karaoke night, of which I did not take part in karaoke. I'm not that confident. Yes, I can stand by a microphone, but no, you're not going to get me up onto a karaoke stage. <laughs> and uh, there was one after the podcast as well. As I said during the podcast, somehow I'd managed to do a shot of Malor three times, even though the first time I did it, I said I'd never, ever do it again. So it's just what Chicago does to you, I think, unfortunately. <laughs> um, MIL Reaction says... Uh, Rule Waters could have played right back in the Southampton game. Do you think that would have been a bad idea for Arteta to give him the chance and see if he could handle the pressure at that level? Yes, I do. I do think it would have been a bad idea. I don't think you should throw a kid with no senior experience in such an important game. If we're all being very, very honest, we all know the reason why we didn't win against Southampton. If Ramsdale doesn't make that mistake, I don't think we we drop points. I think we go on to probably win comfortably but we gave them something to hold on to with that mistake with that early goal with that moment with the way the game was then changed the way in which they could just hit us on the counter um in the way that they could and they did the game was changed and I think we go on to win that game if Rams doesn't make that mistake and I'm not gonna scapegoat Ramsdale across you know for costing us the season or whatever because there's been mistakes by loads of players this season be it Saka's missed penalty be it Tommy Asso against City be it Gabriel uh, also against City and other games as well you know we've made mistakes and players have made mistakes this season so 
it's just a matter of fact. If Ramsdale, I think, doesn't make that mistake, we probably go on to win that game. So, no, I don't think Will Waters coming in changes things for me, and I don't think I'd risk it. I think it does change things. I think it makes us less solid um, at the back. Um, Adam says, morning, Tom. Just thought I'd say where the bottle word, of course, we talked about in yesterday's show, it is from Cockney rhyming slang, a bottle and glass. Uh, <laughs> so I hope this helps. Okay. I appreciate that, Adam. Always uh, like learning a little bit about a lexicography of words and where they come from. And um, yeah, Brendan has also said as well, uh, Tom, on the bottle it term, according to The Guardian, apparently from Cockney Roman slang, bottle it means arse. And to lose your bottle would be to be so scared as you were to lose control of your own bowels. So there you go. I think that's probably a little bit extreme then, I'd say, if that's where bottling it comes from in the literal sense of Arsenal. I don't think any of the players have uh, done a Gary Lineker, let's say. But uh, yeah, theoretically speaking, bottling it, dropping points against West Ham and Southampton does come pretty darn close. Um, let's go to camera up says, does Thomas Partey have the record of not losing a game that he's played in this season? And also Jesus scoring a goal. Love to see a Jesus goal at the Etihad. If so, Premier League game, trying to think of a Premier League game that Thomas Partey has played in that we've lost. I'm pretty sure Everton, he played, did not play against Everton. I think he came off the, came off and Jorginho came on. In that game. So I think, yeah, Everton, he has started in. Uh, maybe the games that he's completed, we have not lost. Um, but certainly the Everton game, I think, is one that we we lost with him starting in this season. Um, Odredek says, uh, Tom, do you think we should play defensive against City or play like we have nothing to lose? I think we should play like we started the game against Liverpool at Anfield. That's how we're going to win this game, is that we need to play like we know that we can play. And I think we need to what we need to do ultimately is, is try and rip City apart and get a goal, get a couple of goals if we can. And then we just need to not do what we've done in some of the games. It sounds so simple, I know. It should be easy. But we know what we're capable of. Don't change it. Don't sit back. Don't defend. I know we're going to have to do it at times because City are going to be on the ball. We're going to have to defend. But we have to need we have to do what we know that we can do. I think that this game is it's a very interesting situation now for Arsenal. And very similar, ironically, to 89. City know that they're the ones that now need to avoid defeat. Whereas before, we were the team that thought, if we avoid defeat at City, we're in a great position after, you know, hopefully beating West Ham and Southampton. We've not done that. And that's put us into a position where City know that they can actually avoid defeat and be in the better position in the table. I don't know if that's going to have any impact like it did in the game at Anfield in 89. But Arsenal now know they need to go for the win. And that, I'm hoping, will be something that psychologically has a better impact um, on us than, than maybe we're anticipating. But it's I've been asked a few times, people have DM'd me, what do I think? Are we going to beat City? I was asked this weekend, do we think we're going to beat City? We can beat City. I don't know if we will, but we can. We can beat City without a shadow of a doubt. Um... Let's go to Stephen. says, hey, Tom, I know we've made uh, had a problem of getting this season's away shirt. Yesterday, I received an ad from uh, all jerseys to show that they have sizes. Not sure how legit. I mean, I would always go through a, uh, official channels, Stephen. Always would go through official channels, and I would not trust um, the third-party sites um, because you never know if you're even going to receive. Um, you, you, probably, you don't know. 
So I'd I'd say I'd suggest you always go through official channels. Um, let's go to um, Luke says Tom. I love the fact that you're in the US. It makes the watching time easier. But the trip to the university is boring. Any chance there are ways to reach out to these supporter fan groups to buy their merch? Um, I don't know which specifically you're talking about with the merchandise. Maybe caveat Luke your your super chat, but. Um, I'm glad that the, the trip to university has maybe been made slightly better uh, by the fact that I'm now able to produce the show for you at this time. I mean, to be fair, obviously you can catch up on the show when it drops. Um, the UK time being, of course, six hours behind, so I'm hoping that works. But you'll have to caveat that second part. I'm not sure what you mean. Don't put us on a super chat and just put any old comment in and I'll I'll try and find it. Uh, Gary says, what are your thoughts on Emil Smith-Rowe not getting minutes? Even when we've been comfortably uh, in games, he hasn't been used. I'm perplexed. Gary, I, I have addressed this before, uh, and just so in short, just to respect the question, um, I think there's more to the meets to the eye with this. I don't think it's fitness. I'm told that he's fully fit. I think there's more going on than, than we're being told, uh, unfortunately. And I don't have any answers or any indication of what that is. That's just where I'm kind of at at this moment. Um, Cesar says, we have won every single game this season with our full starting 11. Just a fun fact, injuries have hurt us. Absolutely. I think we've only managed to start like seven games with our best 11 and we've won all seven. So it just kind of goes to show you what you're capable of and also the importance of depth and strength in depth in a team and making sure that you've got the right players to come in when you have injuries. However, that said, unfortunately, with Saliba and Tomiyasu both being injured simultaneously, that has been very, very damaging and would be very damaging for any team in the league as well. Uh, Tom says, can being a year or two ahead of schedule and going through the adversity of these past 10 games actually help us with future campaigns? Um, Gulf Coast Gooners are going to be selling new merch soon. Yes. Oh, to be fair, yeah, the Chicago Gooners did run out of merch. It's been sold out so quickly. So maybe that's what you were talking about. But uh, there you go. Gulf Coast Gooners. Doing merch. So there you go. Um, do I think that this adversity can help us? Yes, it can. Absolutely. It's experience. Being in a title race is experience. Winning it is even better experience. But even being involved in it is experience. Look at last season. Look at what happened to us last season. And we've taken that and we've turned that into a season when we're now competing for a title. So I think you, you use it as motivation. You've got to learn to use it in the right way. So there you go. Uh, Brendan says, am I missing something? Or could Trossard not be an option to replace Xhaka when needed? I've thought this when uh, since he signed. I think it can be. I just wouldn't do it against City. I think that leaves you way too open. Um, but that's that, for me, is, is something um, a little bit trickier. Um, Luke says, some of the things that you've gotten, uh, like I've bought the hat uh, that Ramsdale wore in pre-season, scars and different cities and things. Yeah, I mean, I suppose just... If there's websites available for the different supporter clubs, if anyone is listening, of course, like Tom has replied about Gulf Coast Gooners, if you can give Luke any help, uh, leave it in the comment section down below about where easiest it is to access uh, merchandise from different supporter groups. Just leave the information down below. If it's a link, it won't initially pop up, but I will see it and I will, um, what's the word, approve it so it will show up. So please do still leave them down below and uh, I'll make sure that they pop up in the comment section afterwards uh either that or put your handle of your twitter account in the uh in the chat box or in down the description and people can dm you and ask you about it as well 
Iquan says, hey, Tom, are you ready for another bit of jet lag? Yes, a very different kind of jet lag. I feel as though I'm going to be wide awake for the City game. The problem is going to be that I'm then going to be trying to sleep after the City game, maybe very, maybe struggling to do so because of Norse, not only the result of whatever happens, but 8 p.m. Man City time will be 2 p.m. US time. And so, yeah, it's going to be interesting then trying to get up for a, a very early train back home from Manchester the next day. Maybe even an 8 a.m. show on Thursday. I've got to try and do that from the hotel and then get to my... Uh, train as well so it's going to be interesting we'll see how it goes fingers crossed um it's going to be fine fingers crossed um let's go to uh fuad says did you find any difference of how fans are like in the u.s than back home they have a different accent (laughs) that's about it um you know i think that they're as passionate they're as brilliant they are as loud they are as committed uh, they are as loyal um they are brilliant um, they are absolutely brilliant, supportive, welcoming, maybe even more welcoming. You know, there's been times where I've, you know, gone to pubs um, in London and I've not before doing this or even during this, you know, um, just because I want to grab a drink. If you go to a place like the Globe here in Chicago and you're on your own, you're going there for the first time, you don't know anyone and you let someone know you don't know anyone, you will be welcomed in. And you will be given a place to to talk to people, to meet new friends, to speak to fans about the things you love, which, of course, in this case is Arsenal. And, uh, you know, I think that's arguably easier here than it is over in London. Um, and, yeah, that's not a slight on London. I think that's just a reality of the, of the kind of social vibe that we have over in the UK. But uh, here in this scenario, uh, the shared love of the club, I think, makes things a lot more welcoming, actually. Um, so yeah, I would certainly say that. Uh, reverse jet lag, yes, Marcus. That's that is what it's going on. So there you go. Um, James says uh, I've heard a lot of talk from socials that people believe Partey should be dropped against City. I can't fathom the idea, but would love your thoughts. Obviously, he's not played well. He's not been good. We can't beat around the bush about this. Partey has not been good, and so I can understand why maybe people are discussing the idea of dropping him. For me. He didn't play in the game against City in the first round. You know, he was he was injured, didn't play, and he has to play this one. Has to, has to, has to play in this game. So important. And if he's on it, he's going to be great for us. If he's not, then we'll suffer and we'll need to make a change. But for me, if Xhaka's not fit, Jorginho comes in and we play him slightly deeper and you move Partey slightly forward, so that drops him dropping in as much. But yeah, that's, that's kind of where I'm at with that. Camera says, what do we do with Vieira? He gets one more season. You know, some people, I think 10 years ago, including myself, might say, well, you've got to give him time, transition, all of that. For me, Arsenal, fighting for a title, trying to establish themselves at the top, you get two seasons max. Max. You get two seasons. You get your first season, and I'm willing to kind of say, it's not a free hit, but what it is is, is, is a transition season. It gives you time to adapt, time to get some minutes, and that's your first season. Your second season you got to make it. And that's why, for me, even after... I mean, that's why, for me, Sambi Lakonga has had his two seasons. And yes, I know he spent some time on loan recently, but it's not necessarily even gone well in that aspect. Lakonga's had his two seasons. Tavares, even though he wasn't here this year, it was his second season. He spent that time on loan and has had issues. You get two chances for me. Some people say that's, that even that's too generous. 
And some people would say that you get one season. I think that's too harsh for me. But for me, you get two seasons. Vieira's had one. He gets another. It doesn't work out. We cut our losses. We try and move him on. We make a sale. We send him on loan. We do whatever. Same as we do with Lokonga and Tavares. We sell them this summer. You get two seasons. It's as simple as that. And so, for me, that's the way forward. Vieira, I would keep him and see how he does. But uh, that doesn't mean we don't sign anybody, by the way. We sign someone. That's just another challenge that he's got to overcome. And if he doesn't, then we need to loop, We need to move him on. It's as simple as that. Uh, NC says, Arteta is a stubborn guy. Same selections for City. It's become a food for the lion. Arsenal can become a tiger again this Wednesday. Only tigers can fight with a lion. And this lion is very strong. <laughs> I love the analogy. Arteta is stubborn, but he's got to where he is. and He's got Arsenal to where he is being stubborn. Can he be more malleable? Should he be more malleable? Arguably, yes. He should be a little bit more flexible in what he should do, be, uh, should and can do. But his, stu- his stubbornness, his principles have got him and Arsenal to where we are this season. And I would not have had any other coach in charge during this period. And I don't think any other coach, to be honest, would get us to where this team is now in this space of time with this young team. So, yeah, he might be stubborn. But uh, the tiger in him hopefully will come out NC and we'll see that on Wednesday. Uh, Marcus says, if Saliba has a long-term back injury, saw somewhere online, that was David Ornstein, how does this impact who we buy in the summer? Well, I think that a right-sided centre-back should be on the agenda anyway, Marcus, to be honest. We've got our two left-footed centre-backs. You think about that. We've got um, we've got Kivior and Gabriel. And Tommy Asu, I think, can occupy any of the back four roles and provide good depth to any of those positions. So he's a really good asset that we, of course, are missing right now. But a right-sided centre-back should be targeted. You know, we need to upgrade upon holding. In the last two summers, we've brought in Ben Wyatt, we've integrated William Saliba into the side, and we've brought uh, brought Tommy Asu into the fold as well. That's three players that have been brought in. So those saying that we should have got rid of holding ages ago or we should have upgraded on holding ages ago, we have. In the last two years, we brought in three players that can play in his position, hence why he's now fourth choice. And unfortunately, hence why two of those injuries have led us into the position that we are. We also need a right back because, you know, the fact that White is playing right back and can't cover because Tommy Asu is out, we need something different at right back. We need to bring a right back in. And so in the summer, we're looking for me. And I didn't think it was going to be just two. I thought it was originally just, you know, bring in a couple of players, strengthen this. But actually, in reality, we need more. We need to reinforce the forward line, either with Balogun coming back or adding someone else in or a wide player. So Jesus can, um, well, if you bring in a forward, Jesus, I think, can help cover Saka. If not, I think you bring in a wide forward to help compete with Saka. I think we need two central midfielders to help with the Partey-Xhaka process of, you know, gradually replacing them in the future. And I think we need a right-sided centre-back. And I think that we need a right-back. And I think ultimately, if Tierney and Tavares move on, then you need to start thinking about left back or giving someone like Nino Souza a chance. Um, so there is lots. And in the summer, that's the time to use Raw Waters. In the summer, that's the time to see if someone like him can be ready. It's not during the run in of one of the most in- important seasons ever. That's not when you use Raw Waters. You use Raw Waters in the summer or you send him on loan for a season and then see how it's going. Brooke Norton Cuffey, I don't think he's going to be that guy. He's had a good season. A decent season at Rotherham and Coventry, but I think he needs to be proving himself at the Premier League level. And he's not proved himself yet for me enough, even at the championship level, to be earning a chance in this Arsenal squad. And I think a loan to a Premier League team is what is next. So that's that's where my head's at with all of this. Um, Jamie says, have you uh, heard the rap song from a masked Premier League footballer? If so, do you think it could be an Arsenal player? 
I'm thinking Nelson or Nketiah, as he mentions, he's 23 years old. Um, I don't know. He does sound... I mean, I might be wrong. I'm terrible with accents, but he does. I think he's got a London accent. So I think that, I think that, you know, you might be right. We'll probably be way off. You know, I know a lot of people that sound very similar to each other. So just because we think it sounds like one person doesn't mean it is them. I think that it's a great thing. You know, I, I think it's wonderful. You know, follow your passion. You don't have to show your identity. You know, there's people like, um, I know some DJs, for instance, now you do know who they are, like Dead Mouse. Uh, marshmallow you know people like that that obviously wear their masks on stage because it's not only a great kind of prop but also it's a way of kind of helping you face thousands of people in a way that you're comfortable with why not express your talent express express your passion in a way where you don't have to show your identity i think it's amazing fair play to whoever the player is and uh best of luck to them um nicholas says would you prefer kaiseda for 70 million or lavia for 45 um, Caicedo, because he's the better player. So I'd go for Caicedo. Money to me is secondary at this point. You know, Arsenal are a team that are at the top and they need to buy players that keep them at the top. If you can get them, great. You know, if you can get Caicedo for 70 million, even though I think he's worth, you know, I'm not necessarily, the, the price tag is, I think is a bit inflated still, even though I think he's great. But if you pay it, get him in, I'm happy. Very, very happy indeed. Obi says, do you think Ben White moving into defence is a good idea for Wednesday? I don't know who you're moving him in for. I don't know who's coming in right back. I don't think Partey should play there. I don't think Raul Waters should play there. I don't think Tierney should play there over Ben White. And I think Holding should come in. Um, should stay in. That's that's what I would do. There's a desperation to move Holding out. And I understand why people's desperation to move him out. He's not as good as Saliba. And, you know, the results since Holding come into the team and his presence in the team with the results recently, I think is a really easy, you know, thing to, thing to put together. But I think there are so many more factors to where we are as a team beyond just holding being there. And I don't think taking him out solves those problems. So especially with the players we've got available to replace in those areas. So yeah, very, very difficult. Uh, Marcus reckons it's Bailey behind the mask. Maybe it's Bailey. No, Bailey Bailey's not that good at rapping. <laughs> uh, Amira says, our attack naturally struggled when Jesus is out, but defence saved us at times. Defence will naturally be the same with holding but surely our attacks had more than enough chances in the last few games. And that's what I mean. It's not like we have struggled to create chances with this current team. We should have taken them. Jesus, Saka, Martinelli, Odegaard, attacking players have had chances. You know, you've got to take them. You've got, got, got to take them without a shadow of a doubt. Um, prediction for the City lineup. Really hard question to Akmal. I think we're going to be seeing Edison, Stones, Akanji, Diaz, Laporte. I think that you'll see... I'm tempted to say Walker just to keep up with Martinelli, but I'm not sure. I think Laporte may go left back if Ake is out. I know that there's Sergio Gomez, but I think I think he likes the idea of using that kind of centre-back-y type left back. You know, Ake is that style of player. Um, and I think maybe Laporte goes in if Ake is not fit. Rodri... Of course, in midfield, alongside Kevin De Bruyne and Gundogan. And then a front three of, I think now, Mares after his form, Haaland and Grealish. I think that's what we might see. I could be wrong. It's really hard to predict what Guardiola will do. But uh, I think that's what we might see. Uh, James says, what are your plans for the final day? Also, as a pleasure was all mine. Loved that you exchanged bands with my wife. Always, you got to be you know, welcoming and stuff. Not that you have to be. You know, I want to be. It's great. I love meeting new people and 
chatting and and uh, and trying to crack a joke or two. It's uh, yeah, I'd be the worst stand up comedian in the world, but I love making people laugh. <laughs> the wife says I try too hard sometimes. <laughs> I just enjoy doing it. Some people hate the fact that I laugh at myself. I think being able to laugh at yourself is a great thing. Um, but yeah. No, James, pleasure, mate. Great to meet you. Uh, in terms of plans for the final day, I hope to be there. I hope to get accreditation for it. I think it's going to be very difficult. It might be a, a null and void game. It might not mean anything. For me, my biggest thing is hopefully getting to the Nottingham Forest game. I lived there for three years. I've got some great friends living in Nottingham. I really hope I can go to that game. Um, I'll be covering the Chelsea game. I'm sure I'm going to be covering that one at least. But I'd love to be able to go to Forest. Newcastle, I've been to Newcastle. I went there on my stag do. A great city, a scary city from a footballing perspective for us to go to. Um, but yeah, it'd be great to return to Newcastle and, and see the city and uh, yeah, uh, get try and get a result there. But my eyes now, James, are very much focused on on this game on Wednesday and hoping that we can get the result that we absolutely need to try and get. I'm going to end things off there. I've got to go do some packing. I've still got to get breakfast somewhere as well. I've got one more nice meal before I head off to the airport tonight. Um and yeah, I've got, I'm looking around like there's clothes and stuff everywhere um, and things that need to be packed away and items that need to be charged for the flight. And yeah, that's, uh, it's going to be a long flight. I'm not good with flights overnight. I know you're, I, I pick them because I try and use them to sleep. I never sleep. If anyone's got any tips, leave them in the comment section down below. Um, but uh, I need to try and get some sleep and then I'll be with you. Probably tomorrow, I'll probably do a show when I'm home in the in the afternoon, maybe uh, before the missus gets home from work. Because I feel like if I get home and podcast while she's there, she may kill me. So uh, maybe a podcast in the afternoon while she's at work uh, is the way forward to get you some something out. Maybe I'll do it at two, you know, because I've been doing these shows at two anyway. Uh, and then, of course, we'll return to the usual eight a.m. on Wednesday. So eight a.m. shows going forwards would, of course, be on Wednesday. Other than tomorrow, where there won't be a morning show. Um, unless I continue to do it at two, if I get back in time, we'll see. Um, but thank you to everybody for listening. Thank you to everybody that's been involved in this amazing experience. It means the absolute world. And uh, yeah, thank you. I know I've said that a lot, but I mean it. So that's why I say it. But have a fantastic day. Enjoy yourselves, whatever you're doing. Um, take your mind off football for a bit and uh, go and enjoy uh, what hopefully is a nice day wherever you are. It's looking quite good here, to be fair is nice a return to form after yesterday's nine degrees celsius cubs game uh very cold indeed so yeah have a great day see you soon drop a like subscribe if you're new and as always up the arsenal it's the 90 plus minute all your mates around, and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go, and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dip in, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your McDelivery. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. 
And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver-assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.